IPAs, rock music, pasta, chicken wings, and dark chocolate. Dark like my soul. This is Bruise Beats and Eats, the podcast. I'm your host, Old Head Ed. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today we have another special guest. I know I said last time they were all special, and I meant it. They're all special, and they're my guests. <laughs> this guest is a monkey fanatic. She's one with nature. She's a savior of sea turtles. She's a scary movie enthusiast. She's the QOH, which means queen of household. This is Mrs. This is Halloween herself, the Netflix binge master, <laughs> Aisha Martinez. Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was funny. No, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> That's the show. No, I'm joking. We're still here. We're still here and we're going to take her through the paces. Bruise beats and eats the podcast. You know how we do. We get to know our guests. We drink beers. We talk music talk food, and then we hope we see you the next time around. So, with that being said, touched on a couple different things here as far as hobbies and whatnot. Um, scary movie enthusiast. Yes. Uh, the official Mrs. This Is Halloween. Big time. Uh, Jack fan. Ja- yeah, that. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and uh, so let's start there. Okay. Uh, Halloween. Uh, apparently you're... Uh, my favorite holiday. Your favorite holiday. Better than Christmas. Okay, expound on that. Let us know why. How did you get to that conclusion? Um, probably because I have more decorations for Halloween than Christmas. I start decorating about early September. Um, I'm buying stuff all year long for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you take advantage of every sale you see, huh? Sale, and even if it's not a sale. Okay. Especially if it involves Jack Skeleton. Or skulls. Is that his official? His official name is Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton, yes. Oh, okay. I'm sure you've heard it in the background quite a few times. No, I've heard. I know Jack, Jack and Sally. Yes. I, I didn't know he had an actual last name, but that's mm-hmm. cool. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, early, ch- early uh, Halloween memories for you. Oh gosh. Or a specific Halloween memory. Not specific Halloween. Probably what got me into the whole thing. Um, scary movies, of course. Okay. Jason. <laughs> Good old Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. I remember because I lived up north in Connecticut, so it was a lot of woodsy areas there. And I did not like walking around at night because I really thought Jason was going to come out of the woods. And uh, yeah. So You're as much always... as I hated that and as much as everything scared me, I just, I guess, liked dressing up. Of course, like the candy. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a... <laughs> uh, and you know... We always did the thing before Halloween, the Devil's Night. Yeah. Which I haven't heard of down here too much. But. No, uh, not that I know of either, so, yes. but yeah, that's familiar with I the, was that North. person, that child that smashed your pumpkins, threw eggs at your house, left dog shit in a bag. 
for you to step on. Shaving cream attacks and all that other Everything. stuff. Everything. Baloney on people's cars. Dang. Man, you, you pretty much checked every box there on Devil's Night. <laughs> Devil's Night, for those who don't know, uh, it's the night before Christmas. It's the night when people just start acting up. They got nothing better to do, a lot of energy to release, and they just go out there and do wild stuff. Um, you'll get bombed with eggs. I know it's something that happened, you know, I've seen happen in New York as a kid. Um, a lot of pranks. A lot of pranks, yeah. Yeah, you had to be on high alert. High alert for sure. Okay. Um... You're big, you're big on Netflix. Netflix takes up a lot of your yeah, time, you'd say? Yeah, I know. It's so, it's so bad. It's gotten worse. It, I don't ever think I've watched TV that much till probably this past year. Okay. When I really started the whole binging thing. Okay. And I knew it was bad when I started re-watching shows I had already watched over again so I could watch them all in order a lot faster. <laughs> Would you say uh, you get your money's worth from your Netflix subscri subscription? Oh, no, yeah. They're, 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 um, they should charge me more. They're trying to figure out a way. Yeah. They're probably right now got somebody in their uh, corporate office that's trying to figure out a way. It's like, how do if we... If someone uh, plays this many shows a day, we should charge extra. Yeah. Don't give them any ideas, but they're bound to come up with it on their own, I imagine. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Okay. Sometimes I just have it on even in the background while I'm doing something else. Just, just to set the mood. Yeah, it's kind of like having music on in the background, but instead it's a TV show. Okay, what TV show? Oh, Predominantly. Right now it's Criminal Minds, which I'm almost <laughs> done with. Sometimes I fall asleep to it, so I have to rewatch the shows again the next day just because, you know, after 10 minutes... I forgot what happened. Epic, yeah, so you got to do a little little recap. Yes. <laughs> a recap of one episode where you lost it somewhere yes. fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> the first time I ever finished a show, though, was Supernatural. Ah, okay, I'm familiar. Because Sam I started Dean. watching it later on, probably in its, like, sixth or seventh season. And um, I wanted to catch up. And at that time, you couldn't put that many shows on the DVR. Okay. So... They let me watch all of them so i did that's a legi and legitimate reason to 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 go back is you want to catch up you miss stuff it took me a week or two i think probably only a week to catch up on all those wait so you started around the fourth or fifth season you said i think it was like the sixth season the sixth season so you had four five seasons five seasons to catch up on and you did that within a, a weekish week two? I'll say a week, week and a half. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it that's pretty... that's impressive. That's impressive. But I caught up, and then I never missed an episode since then. Okay. So. There you go. So you so next time that there's a uh, <clears throat> a supernatural trivia night, how do you think you're fair in one of those? Um, I think that'll be pretty good. <laughs> Depending, I then again my memory is really bad, so. Ah. And if there's 14 seasons and. A lot of different shit happens, and they go back and forth a lot. Yeah. So it can yeah. get a little confusing. But all my favorite stuff, demons and witches and ghouls and cute guys fighting crimes. I, I see a theme ghosts. here. I see a theme here. We're going from Halloween to Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I said, dark like my soul. There you go. Actually, you know what's funny is that Criminal Minds is also has 14 seasons. And... Yes, I'm on. I'm at the end of season twelve. Okay, so you're making moves, and this I is am. something you started watching a month and a half ago. I'm gonna no, guess. No, 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 okay. no. That's that's maybe three months ago. Three, oh, three months. Because I watch months. other shows, or else I would have had it done faster. I see. Well, 
good thing you, you kind of don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's yeah. always good. But that's Easter, so we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about no. more Halloween. <laughs> nice, Easter's nice. boring. Okay, so keeping the uh, keeping the, uh, theme? the theme going here, scary movies, scary movies. Uh, oh, God. Do you have, do you have a, fa- a one that you always go to? Is there a particular type of scary movie that always gets your attention? Um, anything where it's like... Possession probably is my favorite ones. They say possession is nine-tenths of the law, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, definitely possession ones are where ghosts come out, and not necessarily where you see the ghost. I think it's always better when you're not sure who the scary person or entity is when it's kind of more like psychological. Because usually when they end up showing the scary whatever mist or whatever it is at the end, it kind of ruins it, and you're like, that's what it was. Like, um, but definitely possession movies are probably my favorite. The, um, Exorcist, of course. Okay. And when they re- released it with the little extra things, like her crawling down the stairs backwards, that was bonus. Um, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. And, yeah. See, now, I haven't seen a lot of these. Um, I'm not a big, uh, scary movie, uh, enthusiast. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the endings typically to these movies spoiler alerts we're going to talk about endings if you haven't seen some of these movies they, yeah. they've been around for a while so you're just not a, you're not going to see especially them especially anyway. The Exorcist you, yeah, you should have yeah, seen exactly. that by now you should have read the book by now so, yeah yeah and <laughs> the did. book is always better uh, I also read scary books <laughs> yeah don't want to break from tradition there no. um, are the, what I was going to ask was <clears throat> do all these movies kind of end in the same fashion um, have you seen different... No, uh, sometimes the person lives. Okay. Sometimes the person dies. Sometimes it's really gory. Sometimes it's a mystery. Um, sometimes they leave you hanging. Um, it's a variety. It's a little bit of everything. Right? So it's not something yeah. where it gets kind of like... Uh, you can predict what's going to happen. No, sometimes you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't. And it's like, holy shit. Nah. Sometimes the main character dies, which is always really good because then... Not you know you that expect. there's nobody that's safe. Yeah. You know, so. Just because your name is at the bottom of the poster doesn't mean you're going to make it through. Just because you're a kid. A kid doesn't mean you're going to make it. Exactly. Everybody gets it. Nobody's safe. Chop, chop. That's it. That's it. Um, so we went over. We discussed a couple TV shows from the past. Um, oh, and Stephen King. Okay. Let's talk Stephen King. Oh, you did mention goodness. books. You yes. did mention books. I've read a lot of his books. Okay. A lot. Big fan of Mr. King? Yes. The new It was so much better than the old one. Okay. Because the old one was funny, almost. You watched it and you're like, this is scary, but the book, I don't think anything beats the book. I started reading it when I was a teenager, about 16. I got halfway through and I threw it away. It was that scary and I started reading it again as an adult and... It's he's very detailed in the way he writes his books. You can walk, you can read a book, and he describes the smell in the room, the cracks in the wall, and just you can actually picture yourself in any um, room or place that he's he describes it so well. So okay, and I guess that's what makes him such a great a literary a literary great. I think they call him. Yeah, <clears throat> that's excellent. The scariest part of what you were just telling me now mm-hmm. would have been, or if we were going to turn it into a scary thing, would have been that you threw away, threw away the book around sixteen, and then you started reading it later. If that was the same book that you threw away, 
the one that you were reading. That would have been a bonus. That would have been, yeah. That, that would have been like some on Annabelle level. I would have been impressed. I would <laughs> When they threw her in the dumpster and that bitch came back See what happened? the house. See what happens to Annabelle? But uh, again, spoiler alert, but uh, <laughs> that would have been impressive to me. It would like, I threw away the book and then a couple years later, I'm reading a book. It's the same one I threw away. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. So. That's that's wild. That's wild. One last question regarding scary movies. That's um, it? I could go well, scary Conjuring, Vampires? Well, scary movies. We could discuss. <laughs> we, all right. Maybe not one last question. It seems like you're, you're, you're geared up and ready to go. Um, <clears throat> like I said before, I'm not a big fan of scary movies. I know. Um, and uh, I kind of find them comical. Um, I, I, find a hard, I find it hard. And it's probably just my mind falling into the place where you would fall into in order to enjoy any movie. You have to kind of let yourself go, put yourself in the film, kind of feel the characters. But I think that has something to do with you watching The Exorcist when you were five years old. So you became numb, okay? So you, like, nothing. I mean, at five years old, when you watch The Exorcist, nothing can top that. I mean, at that point, it's like, you're scarred, so everything else is like, that's it. Yes. 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 Parenting 101. Um... When you want to go see a scary movie <laughs> and you don't have a babysitter, you take your four-year-old to Please see the Exorcist. Please don't do that. Please Exorcist. don't. I don't want to hear your kid crying in the background. I'm really annoyed. Okay, yes, yes, definitely. If your kid can't behave in a movie theater, don't take him out there. But uh, it definitely builds character. Um, and yeah, so that's where I'm at now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at now. Uh, not, not a real appreciation for scary movies and a lot of character, apparently. But um, the one, the ones uh, as of recently, the one movie I do like to catch out, or the one, <laughs> the one movie I, movie I made it a point to go see in the theater was Get Out several years ago. That was so fucked up. Yes. Um, I, something said, you know what, Ed, go catch this movie out in the theaters. Something Went out to the theaters, got together. wrong with Peel. Okay, so now, is wrong with him. So, that, so which brings me now made us to believe he was funny, and he's all fucked up in the head. <laughs> she, see, so now it brings me to I'm really passionate about this. <laughs> brings me to us now. It brings me to us. The uh, the most recent theme, uh, theme that a uh, movie theme movie that's come out by uh, Jordan Peele, uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to go seeing it. I don't know. I might catch it in the theater. Maybe not. Um, you have strong opinions. No, we gotta see it in the theater. Okay. I'm going to scream. I'm gonna curse, but we need to go see it in the theater and then buy it for home so I can watch it again <laughs> with the lights on. See, and this is and this is after a lot of Jordan Peele slander. Uh, you, you for one, have felt like you've been bamboozled by Jordan yes, Peele because he made us all think he was a funny guy, and he's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked Shout, up. Shouts to you, Jordan Peele. Um, I, <laughs> funny, I remember Jordan Peele. The first memory I have of Jordan Peele is like you said, it was funny. It was on Mad TV, mm-hmm. and he played a character who called the cops to his house because someone had stole his weed. He had the uh, he had like this uh, the the Method Man that Method Man hairdo where it was half braided half fro. Two cops show up and I think one of the cops was uh, uh, Michael Keegan Key, and uh, <laughs> of course. so they're going back and forth. If you got a chance, check it out on YouTube. It's someone stole my weed. Mad TV. Jordan Peele, hilarious, hilarious when he sketch. Was funny. Yes, and now we find ourselves where he's got us all questioning our mental stability. Thank you. Yes, so which we can, which we could do fine on our own. We could do that by ourselves. Yeah, I didn't need help with that, Peel. Thank you. Exactly. So, so regardless of where you stand on Jordan Peel, you still look forward to seeing the movie. 
Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Like Excellent. I said, in the theater. Excellent. I'm going to grab whoever's next to me. I will jump. I will scream. I will curse. But yes. There you go. All the things you're supposed to do when you're scared. Did that happen in 3D? I don't know if it... Nah. No, I don't think okay. so. There wouldn't That'd be... That would be a whole nother level of fucked up. Yeah. I think it takes away from... I think the 3D on a scary movie kind of takes takes away. It could. It could take away from it because the... Um, you know, director might end up focusing too much on the actual 3D aspect of the movie, yeah. as opposed to just like basing it, you know, with what working with what they have and just the, the just the images alone that I've seen on the trailer, which are pretty, they're pretty stunning or shocking, and you kind of catch you off guard a little bit. Um, but yeah, so um, just to wrap it up a little bit here, um, we got scary movie enthusiasts. We covered all the scary movies. Netflix. We didn't cover we, all of them. We covered all of them, but we covered several. And I'm sure there's more. You want to write off a, like a top? Let's do that. Uh, top three. Oh, top three. Top three. Oh goodness. In your opinion, top. Okay. Three. Can I just name three and not top? Th- well, okay. Well, you no. know what? Conjuring's gonna probably be number one that series. And right now, of- I'm sure some people would you know disagree with me. There's some vampire classics too. Okay. Um, you know, I guess the early, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, early like. One and two. Anything after that is garbage. Okay. Um. Of course, the Exorcist. Just, yeah. The Exorcist. So. Pet Cemetery. Oh wow. See, and so I'm we, looking we, forward we to the new one too. Okay, so we could we could get one more and we just round off five. Okay. Wow. So probably a vampire one would be. Uh, God, now I'm on a blank. Vampire one. You know what? Would be interesting is that. We'll go on with the podcast, and then at some point, just, throw, just randomly, in the middle of I talking about something else, you'll drop a, a vampire movie on yes. us. That would be I great. Yeah. One last thing before we go um, into the next uh, segment: um, Sea Turtles. Talk about Sea Turtles. Oh my God! It's yeah. It's, it's. I haven't gone out to the beaches recently, but for a while, I was helping a friend out. Um, we would go to Pompano Beach in the middle of the night. Um, because I think a lot of people don't realize the danger of having bright lights on the beaches. Because um, pretty much the sea turtles, wherever they're, they, they, they're born, they go back to to lay their eggs. Like the same spot, which is pretty amazing that they navigate that, you know. Um, I actually had the pleasure of watching a mama lay her eggs one night, which was amazing. But uh, so what happens when you have so many bright lights on the beach... When the sea turtles, when the babies hatch, instead of going towards the water and towards the moonlight, which is something they would naturally do, they get confused and they go towards the lights, the lights of the hotel, the street lights, and they never make it to the water. And a lot of these uh, sea turtles are really endangered anyway, and some of them, most of them don't make it just, you know, in the wild, just on their own, you know, because they are on their own. And to lose a lot of them by walking to the streets and getting run over or just you know people steal them too yeah which is a little crazy but i guess that's a delicacy and for some uh, people so but like so whenever you see um the little uh how do you call them the little stakes stakes in the ground on the beach also please don't step in them please don't let your kids go inside and play with them because that's where people like us have marked where the eggs have been laid okay. and um, don't disturb them let them 
Yeah, there's, like, there's typically yeah. a lot of a lot of surrounding sand area yeah. around there's these marked areas. So go yeah. everywhere else. So just stay away free. from them and don't eat turtle eggs. And yeah. try and keep the lights as dim as possible. Um, if you live on the beach. There you go. Save some um, baby turtles. Let them go in the right direction and at least get started where they're supposed to get started, which is the water instead of the nightclub across the street. They're not going to get in any way. They're going to get carded. They're, they're just born too young. You know, they don't have ID, huh? you know. So let them go into the water. Let's keep the lights down. Um, oh, where can someone go if they wanted to get involved with that or um, help out with sea turtles? Uh, where can they go? Well, I was actually going to talk about the, the sea turtle nesting season. Okay. Uh, it starts on March 1st. All right. And um, there's a place in Boca, uh, a park. Is that the Gumbo Limbo? Yes. Okay. And if you find any injured sea turtles, you could always uh, call them or bring it over to them. They actually have a little box, almost like a cooler type thing that you, if they're not there and it's late, you can drop them off. Okay. So, yeah. Ah, it's not Gumbo bad. Limbo, yeah. Cool. Well, power to the turtles. Yes. Not just the Teenage Mutant Ninja type ones. Well, them too. And them too. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys in the next segment. I'm feeling adventurous. Maybe I'll try something new about a logger or porter. Pills are Belgian or stout. Bruise Beats and Eats the Podcast returns for one of the most popular segments. It's the bru- it's the bruise. Yes. Yes. I've been looking forward to this for so long. <laughs> the bruise segment of the Bruise Beats and Eats the podcast. You know the rules. Four beers. Our guest samples each one. Uh, gives us our, their feelings on them. Uh, their opinions. Any ideas. Uh, we kind of fill you in on a little bit of the knowledge. If, if any knowledge on the beers. Um, so let's start there. We go on uh, your left to right. Okay. And your first beer is going to be the Dogfish Head Indian Brown Dark IPA. Give that a sample. Let me know Ooh, what you think. Ooh, a dark IPA? Yes. I haven't tried that. First thing for first time for everything? Wow. Yes, there you go. Um, while you take Bonus a sip, points for IPA. <laughs> I was going to say, while you take a sip of that, this is going to be an IPA heavy episode because that's how Aisha Martinez drinks beers or IPAs. Yes. She's There's no other the way. Taste There's yes. no other way. Okay, see? There's no other way. So don't That's even try. Good. You like it? I like it a lot. Okay. Because that... before I got into IPAs, I liked stouts. Okay. Now, it's not as heavy as a stout, but it kind of has that aftertaste of it. So it's almost like a chocolate IPA. Okay. Well, I don't know if chocolate's in there. I guess I'd have to see what kind of... Well, it's funny you say that because this one... or... The Coffee? cocoa nibs or something? Something. Well, the funny thing you say that is that this one is a mix of a uh, Scotch ale, IPAs, and an American brown. So this is a hybrid uh, IPA. Um, I thought that's that's what I thought yeah. interesting of it. So it's got a little bit like of everything in there. It's um, malt. 7.2% ABV. It's actually uh, the a product done. from from Delaware. Yes. Yeah. It won't take too many. It won't take too many. Uh, yeah, like I said, the brewery is located in Delaware. Um, and it, yeah, it has it's a hybrid IPA. Has three different types. I like it a lot. Combination of three, so good. All right, cool. Um, Tasty. There you go. Dogfish, you guys are on the board. 
All right, so the next one I'm gonna have you try, it's Stone Brewing and it's the Delicious IPA. Let's see. Let's see if it lives up to the name. Start off on a high note. Wow, okay, okay. Let's see here. See, I'm not a big IPA fan, so I just poured them randomly. I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was better than the other, but they're all there. It's good, it's more like a classic IPA, I think. Okay. Okay, that one's yeah, Stone Brewing. It's uh, from California, and it's it's got a seven point seven. Is, is there a little, I don't know, citrus or something? In there? It, well, there's oh. it is. It's citrusy with lemon drops lemon drop, yeah. and Eldorado hops. Yeah, so you can I definitely guess taste that. It comes it comes through. Yeah. Definitely. Excellent, excellent, cool. That's the Stone Delicious IPA. See again, I'm not a fan of IPAs. I'm glad you're enjoying them. I am thoroughly. <laughs> Uh, the this next is the best interview ever. <laughs> yeah, just, you don't even have to get the answers right. You just make stuff up as you go along, like I do. Okay. The next one's gonna be um, clown shoes. Are you shoes. trying to get me drunk? It have. It's been known to happen. Whether I'm trying or not, it's been known to happen. Some people have stumbled out of the interview. Okay. Um, but that's why I give them time to sober up. We do this in the front end, and then we talk about music and food later. So by the time we get through those portions. You expect me to be sober. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. I have no expectations. I see what's happening here. Alrighty. This is the... Oh, that's that's Clown Shoes. It's the uh, Galactica Double Indian Pale Ale. The Double IPA. It's Clown Shoes Beer. I think uh, I've had this one before. I like Have this you? One. Okay. I thought I thought the, uh, the packaging was pretty interesting. It's got uh, a superhero, a female superhero of some sorts and... Sh- um, I don't know if she's whipping like hops from her hands or there's See? she's got a staff with flying hops. on a hop stick. There, there you go. There My you people. go. <laughs> yeah. It's like flying on a broom, but better. I need to get me one of these. Yes. Because <laughs> then your commute would probably be a lot swifter, a lot smoother. Yes. Cool. Clown shoes. Speaking of smooth, what do you think? Um, it's good. Okay. But the first two, I think, are better. Okay. It's good. I mean, all right, no problem. There's no wrong answer. You... I probably won't finish it though. Okay. I'm looking forward to finishing the other two. Though. And I'm looking forward to the day where I give somebody a beer and they go, "Oh, this is horrible. Don't even, don't drink this. I don't recommend it." Well, that's bound to happen if too. If you put, if you put some bud on in front of me, I might say that's horrible. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. All right. I mean, so, or so. some Miller Lite or Michelob Ultra. Some Shout- piss water. Yeah, that's that's pretty nasty shit there. I don't know how anybody drinks that. Shouts to Keisha. Yeah, Shouts my, to my Keisha. sister. Your what's, beer taste sucks. What's, what's good, Keisha? Yeah. <laughs> you're always, you're that's always. horrible. <laughs> you're I always in you. our hearts and our memories. I yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So now we're going to move on to our fourth and last beer. It is from the Lord Hobo Brewing Company. This one is uh, called Hobo Life. Uh, it's a session IPA. I haven't done much research on what session is. Plan on doing it. This one is also from uh, Massachusetts. Actually, if I didn't mention it, the Clown Shoes Galactica was also from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Bastard. Nah. Yeah. This is... It's really... It's, it's, it's almost citrus. like a refreshing... It's like okay. something I probably wouldn't mind drinking on the beach or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, it's listed as a... It's definitely lighter, but almost probably too light for my taste. Okay. But again, if I was on the beer, I'd probably prefer this over the dogfish, just because it's lighter. Okay. It's a little more... Man, yeah. there you go. So that so the lime and the grapefruit comes through? Yeah, the grapefruit really comes Does? through. Does? All yeah. right. So it's, it's good for 
a hot day. Okay. Sun, catching some sun, listening to some music. Sure. Excellent. So, four beers. Mm-hmm. Went through each one of them. What do you think? I think I'm going to finish that bottle of dogfish. Okay. So, we're definitely going back to the dogfish. Mm-hmm. And everything else. Uh... I want to mine the stone. Okay. Um, definitely, we'll get that one again. Okay. Um, the other two, they're yeah. okay. You wouldn't turn them down, but you wouldn't make an effort to go exactly looking for them. Yeah. Excellent. But there's some. Um, I mean, I've had another dogfish one with the blood orange. That was really good, and I, I'm seeming I'm starting to really like this whole brand. Like, okay. I don't think they put out anything that I didn't like, actually. So. Ah, uh, so dogfish. But one. I haven't had this one. I'm impressed. I like it a lot. So from someone who uh, drinks IPA on the regular, you you would say Dogfish is doing their thing. Oh yeah, definitely. When it comes to IPAs, definitely. Excellent. So anybody else that's out out there that likes IPAs, big fan of IPAs, Dogfish. Like if you're just starting out too, you won't be disappointed. Okay. I think. Dogfish. Oh, one more thing. My yeah. complaint with IPA is. There's no complaints with IPA. Okay. <laughs> My concern with IPAs. <laughs> It's it's the end the, the the taste at the end. Do they all like kind of have the same final? This one notes? actually has a, the dogfish has a pleasant end because it's not that bitter. Like the other three do have a little bit of that bitter, and I think it's the citrus. Okay. But this one has almost like I said like a cocoa taste at the end. So. Okay, so it's not really prominent. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, no, it's I think I think you might actually like that one. Okay, excellent. You know what? Why don't you take a sip? There you go. Never turn down. Post. <laughs> Get on the level that I'm at. <laughs> nah, that's gonna take a couple more of these, but let's see. Yeah, actually, it, yeah, it doesn't linger. It's, it's not, it's not, not like heavy the on the ones. back end. The other ones I can see, even the stone one, even though it's really good, I can see you not liking yeah. that one just because it does have a different. Yeah. But this one, it's just. I think the fact that it has, it's the mix of the Scotch ale. The IPA and the American yeah, Brown. So kind of I, I'll do a Scotch ale. Yeah, I've, I've been known. I've been known. I've dabbled in the Scotch ales. Excellent. Cool. So that's it. That was the uh, brews portion. We should have like eight beers for this section. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, when when we when our production budget gets bigger, then we'll do eight beers. I'm down. Uh, I want to be re-interviewed then. That's fine. I'm sure we'll have other seasons of Criminal Minds to talk about then. Yes, and other movies. And other movies and... Other Netflix binges. There you go. Excellent. So, I'm glad you enjoyed the beers, and we're going to move on to the next segment. This is Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast. Once again, my friends, Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast... You are live. I am your host. We are live. Recording. We are live. Live. No We're more, living. No more beer for you. No, no. Once again, I'd like to shout out the Solar System Studios. This is where we're recording. I am Old Head Ed, if I didn't mention that two or three times already. With our guest, Aisha Martinez, uh, Scary Movie Connoisseur, IPA. Uh, lover. Lover. Okay, lover. Yeah. There you go. And um, now we've reached a portion of the podcast where we discuss music, the beats portion. So Aisha, what are you listening to nowadays? I listen to a lot of different things. Um, I'd say my biggest playlist is rock, of course. 
I probably was one of the only kids in my high school to listen to rock, or one of the very few, because most of the kids listen to hip-hop or something, which I like too, but my love is always rock music. I'm just, I've always been drawn to it, and yeah. Any specific, um, I know that uh, music has so many subgenres nowadays, and there's, yes, they break I can it listen, up. I like bands from other countries, um, Oasis, Lacuna Coil, Him, which are some different ones, and of course, okay. some from here in the States. Um, I like Marilyn Manson, Foo Fighters, Chevelle. Okay. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars and Paramore, which are a little lighter, but sometimes, you know, I'm in a lighter mood. Um, Breaking Benjamin, Linkin Park, rest in peace, Chester. That's right. We miss you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, my playlist is probably more on rock music than it is okay. others. Is there one, uh, uh, specific, like, era that you, I mean, you've, you've mentioned a lot of... It really recent... depends on my mood. There's no okay. one specific. Um, I can do some lighter rock, you know? I mean, I can do heavy stuff. Uh, I can listen to Mudvayne when I'm, or Bullet for My Valentine um, when I'm, you know, in a mood to hit somebody. <laughs> but I can't because I'll get arrested. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope that doesn't happen too often. In my head, it does. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I love Smashing Pumpkins. That's probably one of my favorites. Okay. Um, 10 Years Whole. I love 30 Seconds to Mars, which is a little bit lighter. They went from, they started off heavier, which I loved them more than, and they've kind of turned a little bit rock pop now, which I still love them, but, you know, I think um, probably my favorite, Favorite album from them is A Beautiful Lie. Okay. I can listen to that. I did listen to it when it came out over and over and over again. Um, is there anybody we know in the, the group? Anybody? Jared Leto. Who's that? He's a hunk. Okay. Shouts to you, Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, he's, he, he's, you know, movies. He does, he's done movies. He's done The Joker. Um, but I just, I just love their music. I, um, it just touches me, I guess. There I don't know go. if that's kind of weird to say it like that, but it just, it, 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 it reaches me. Like any good music does, like I any good art, it. any yeah. good art, it's supposed to, yeah, you're, you're definitely supposed to be moved, touched by. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> um. So no, uh. This is War, that was the album after that, which I really enjoyed. Um, uh, I'd say probably, like I said though, um, that first one was A Beautiful Eye. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. So if, if you were, so that's the one you would recommend to someone if they were looking to, uh, kind of get into, um, Yeah, a, because they were heavier, a little heavier then. I mean, it wasn't like Marilyn Manson heavy, but it was still heavy, but it was still, you know, had its melodic moments, I okay. guess. Is that how you call it? Like, yeah. Or, um, it was just, yeah, I, I just, I can't, um, A Beautiful Eye, you would listen to it and almost think it's about a the relationship. The song itself. Yeah, okay. but it's about the environment. 
which was really awesome. Their videos from this album were amazing. They were movie-like videos. So if you can catch those, those are really good. From Yesterday was really good. Um, the Kill is probably one of my favorites. I always, you know, I do a little belly dancing sometimes, and I always think I would love to belly dance to that song because it's okay. just, it really... It really hits me. It's really amazing. So yeah, I I could see where you're already being in you're already in an expressionist state when you're dancing, and then if you're more so influenced by what you're hearing, I you could imagine. Yeah, it's I've I've actually cried listening to that song a few times. That's how much it's like not cried like ah, but like you know just little tears like just, all, yeah. it, it it affects you, but. I guess that's what music does. Music is healing to me. Yes. And, and sometimes crying is healing. It's as long as laughing, ha- laughing is. is. Most of the time laughing is. But When I'm in a happier mood or um, not so heavy, I like Paramore. I love Paramore. Um, I'd say that after, I've always liked them, but After Laughter, I just really like that album After too. Laughter, the album, okay. Yes. Um, Hard Times, which is a light fluffy song i think when on the rock level okay. but it's it was it's kind of like it's inspiring at the same time and it's yeah every yeah everything has its its moments and yeah, it sometimes what I'm in the mood for, like yeah you're going to find yourself in a situation where that's that's what you want to hear or or sometimes there's certain I wanna things sometimes want to cry that are, yeah <laughs> and there's certain songs that appeal to your senses when you want to cry and, and there's songs that appear to appeal to your senses when you want to dance yeah, there's so, no rules to this no, it's just music not. And I love music. And you're not supposed to understand all of it. And you might understand all of it. You might connect to to some of it. You might not. Might not. Um, I think you could learn something from different people's, what they like to listen to. I think people who refuse to go outside their bubble are missing out on some really amazing talent. And you'll be surprised to to see more often now, I think that, um, well, not now, but for years, people are... People, you go to some of these concerts and you think, oh, I'm just going to see one type of person or, or yeah. X person there. And you get there and you could be surprised by who's out there with you. The variety of people. And, and yeah. that's another quality of really good music. You know, really good music is going to reach, it's going to expand beyond just a certain group. You know, several people, people who appreciate music to begin with are going to find their, themselves in the same place. Um, they're, yeah, you're drawn yeah. to the same you're thing. You're drawn Definitely. to the sound of that group or that particular type of music it's just yeah it helps us connect okay so rock it is um no big hair rock oh you know once in a while the other day at work (laughs) i put on some 80s rock music station on my spotify shouts to the 80s yeah i um i could always go back to motley crew or poison when you know (laughs) when i was a high school and um, Journey, of course. I mean, that's freaking classic. Yeah, don't stop that. believing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like some of the old stuff. Um, I like some of the even older stuff. You know, I, Rolling Stones. It's Yeah. I yeah. Mean, how can you not? Beatles. Oh, Beatles. Beatles, yeah. that was considered rock? I think it is. Okay. All right. Probably like a pop rock. Pop, yeah. Okay. But, Cool, cool. Who put you onto the Beatles? Oh God, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, so you found the Beatles on your own. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was forced to listen to it as a child, and I hated it then. But now I, I enjoy them. There you it go. Was kind of like drilled into my subconscious. 
But I guess it was for a good thing, so. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Well, I'm going to take this time to lead into the next element of this portion, the beats portion. If you would just humor me, I'm going to play a song for you, and then we'll come back on the other side, and we'll talk about that. You good with that? Sure. Now I'm about to put me in multiple spots It's this lyrical box in your grill Meaning I'm ill, I will not yield I am from Southside to D.C. That means I only know how to go, go until I'm on a marquee getting properly built Cause stop being a part of my stock on my bill, no man I'ma keep this campaign up till rock for prayers and grains The popular drill slogan, that's word, goddamn see I want you to levitate My shit don't just medicate Well, no quote, got a vocal leg abstaining for rap They grammatically celebrate Hydroxycut these lightweight MCs to a suitable size I'm approximately one-fourth human, the rest is unidentified I'ma take up every white space with some black characters reversing to right Embodying any out of God, let's take it out from me, I keep the hearses outside Beware, real rap run through my veins, I'm either a female form Y'all might get ghetto or got this shit sonically leaked to the retail torn See y'all won't win, tryna box me in, I'm out of it like G-Form And even my mumbles like rumbles and concrete jungles, yo this is your porn This is for real, my crew is a very big deal Everything we crave is 24k like the gold inside my grill I can reveal my sources, might be a real rap sources Look at your fusion, not what you used to, huh? We come over your whole damn mill Got it, gang, gang Be anything that was the dope part, but I grew up planning my dreams is downstream from the dope spot. And I'm a descendant of the kings and low key fiends of the coke from streets where the police beep with the holy skin is the color of mocha. Hear me out, I've been through too much and I'm too grown to play around with y'all. Now I'm a wild lad every chance I get my rhyme to lip be so animal. Every vet I see, sick of much too peace for the next breed of these amateurs. Fuck freshman classes, my texts are classic. She music legend like Amadeus. Whoa, they scared of this black girl magic. My heritage packed well baggage. I learned this fly shit from my DNA to a T. I say rock snapping, beauty irrelevant. This is not pageants. I'm a rap dragon. Every time I open my trap, it's fine. Your outlook ending up tragic. Trust me, trust me. I do this for MLKF, for homies with criminal past. This middle of passage, rhythmic mash, a bridge of adrenaline in a galactic aiming. Boss laden with alien cadence, pregnant on enemy flags. Just mayhem. My shit have been down since day one, ready to take on the planet. Sequence, 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 This is for real. My crew is a very big deal. Everything we crave is 24k, like the gold inside my grill. I can reveal my sources. Might be a real rap sources. Look at your fusion, not what you used to, huh? We come over your whole damn mill. Got it, gang. And just like that, this is Bruise Beats and Eats the Podcast. And that was Ciroc, DMC with Goddess Gang. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the few female rappers I've heard recently where I, I'm really moved uh, you know, with uh, the lyrics, the delivery, and the songs themselves.
Um, this reminded me of a song. Actually, I was inspired to play this song uh, because the, the song is very empowering. Uh, it's very, you know, woman forward. Um, and she just does it so well. What did you think of the song? I liked it. Okay. A lot. Like, um, I don't like a lot of the rap music nowadays. Okay. I tend to, if I listen to it, go a little bit older school. Um, but like you said, like, it was empowering. I mean, it was really good. And it wasn't the typical, look at my ass shaking and look at what I can do to these guys. It's just, it was good. Yeah, yeah, there's enough of there's enough of that. Uh there's enough of that. There's enough There's enough people. of that commercial radio shit. Yeah, exactly. Typical. Um so it's always nice to hear something um refreshing. And there's there's quite a bit that's uh refreshing, different from the norm. Um you just have to go out there and look for it. Uh definitely Rhapsody. Uh shouts to Rhapsody. My one of my personal favorites has always been Jean Grey. Um so there there is uh there is women that uh, know exactly what they're doing when it comes to rhyming um, and, and, and uh, pr putting out a product that's just all around dope. That and has something important to say. With substance. <laughs> and and it's, it's a balance. And that's what you need. You definitely need a balance. And you know you're definitely a balanced MC or a skilled MC when one of the greatest MCs says you're their favorite. The reason I found out about Ciroc was because I was listening to an interview uh, with uh, Black Thought from the Legendary Roots crew. Yes. And uh, he brought up, you know, he mentioned, you know, there's this, there's this MC called Ciroc. You know, she's probably the best out there. So as soon as I heard that, I said, yeah, that's something I got I to gotta look into. And I haven't been disappointed. Um, several short videos on YouTube, you kind of fell into the wormhole. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that's dangerous. That happens. And, uh, so I was thoroughly impressed with it. Uh, she's, I believe she's DC born, might be in Atlanta, residing in Atlanta now. Um, but you should always, you could always look out for her work. Um, so rock the MC, I believe is the website. Um, what other thoughts did you have on the song? It, it I could listen to that. Okay. I I'm actually intrigued to listen to what else she has. Okay. Which doesn't happen with hip hop and me that much, but I. So intrigued. he, so here at Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, we kind of hit. You that introduced one. me, and it's so funny because you sent me her a link, <laughs> and I didn't listen to it at the time. I was stuck on something else. I don't know what it was, but, um, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to it eventually, and I didn't, and now. I'm Perfect opportunity. To. There's yeah. a reason why you didn't listen to it then because you were Maybe meant to. Maybe I wasn't be... ready to hear it then. Exactly. Yes. Sometimes yes. that's sometimes you you're not ready to hear some of the knowledge and information that people want to throw at you. It's like a time and place and like blessings and miracles. Yes. Sometimes they sometimes you need a message at a certain point and they're always there, but you don't always notice them. That's for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Anybody you have on your radar as far as rap? Since we kind of touched on the uh, the whole hip hop thing. Oh wow! Okay, um, I like Run the Jewels. Okay, uh, yes, I've heard of them. Yeah, Run the Jewels. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy them. Yes, I Killer Mike them. LP. Yes. definitely. I I think that's uh, that's something we have in common heavily. I'm a big uh, big time Jewel Runner fan. Uh, looking forward to the next time they come this far south. Um, I'm actually starting a campaign. If you guys follow them on social media. <laughs> You yeah, gotta, we need to have more people down here listen to yeah. that style yeah. of rap. It's just, 
Yeah. Everybody's so stuck in this, like, I don't know, this down south hip hop. It's not even hip hop, it's rap. It's just, I can't. Not everybody's a fan, but for sure. If you're out there and you follow Run the Jewels on social media, on whatever, let's get this thing going. Let's start the hashtag MIA Mrs. RTJ. So anytime you see them post something on social media, get down. I'm doing it. I've been doing it. I'm probably the only person doing it. But that's all right. I, I feel like I am making a shift. <laughs> making a shift in the way the universe works by just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. And I like Odyssey. <laughs> I've heard you play that a oh, couple yes, times. Oh, yes, definitely. Another another um, favorite of mine is Odyssey. I really like them. And uh, what's his name? He's has, he doesn't mumble, but he has a little bit lower voice. He's bald, tall like you. But you're not tall. But he's bald like I you. I like to think I'm tall. But, uh, <laughs> bald head, low. So now you got me guessing. Oh, my you goodness. You put me on the spot. Yes. Low, bald head mumbles? You went to see a concert with him. I think with Adam. Hmm. Damn, Adam, what concert did what show did we go see where there was a bald dude that wasn't me? Oh, ah, oh, I know. Homeboy Sandman. Yes, yes, Homeboy that's Sandman. it. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, I can listen to him too. Yes. See, I'm not good with those names. Shout Shouts to you, homeboy Sam. I got that like right away. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I should have gone with tall. I was too busy thinking about the fact that I wasn't tall to kind of register. <laughs> I mean, you any, are, but no, like everybody's joking. taller than me, so yeah. I'm just. He, he's but this like guy was guy. taller than I was. He's yes, a big guy. definitely. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, you. but he's really. I like him too. He's really good. Excellent. Cool. Cool. So if you want to hear good hip hop. There you Those go. Those are the ones you want. We've thrown out to. several, uh, several uh, different options. You got homeboy Sandman. Queens native from New York. You got um, Odyssey from the DMV area. Dope producer and MC. Um, he has albums where, which are just beats that he does himself. Uh, talent. I mean, talent beyond ages. Mm-hmm. I, I Recently, I posted um, on the IG. Um, I went back to listening to Tangible Dream um, by Odyssey. And um, I think that's like a 2014-15 album. But it's something that I'm sitting with. Like, I... I want to take more time with it, and I've heard it several times, uh, but I realize that music and content comes at us so fast sometimes that we don't get a chance to sit down and like really digest um, uh, you know, works of art that we have before us. We're already yeah. looking for the next thing. Um, so I, I sat down and listened to Tangible Dream again, been listening to it, um, dope song, uh, I mean dope album, uh, songs, everything, he touches on a little bit of everything, and um, the vibes are different on each song. He does, he actually, like any good MC, any master in their trade, he will uh, take something that sounds uh, popular, um, or something that sounds like the normal, typical, what everybody's doing, like the formulaic, instrumental, or beat, and then he'll apply his lyrics to it, and you kind of it kind of makes the product. I'm not a big fan of hi hats, uh, you know, heavy hi hat production, the trap music. But when you hear somebody actually really spit, go in on some lyrics over trap production, you kind of you kind of learn to appreciate it a little bit, and and it it makes it's kind of like the the medicine with the candy. It's mm-hmm. easier to swallow. You yeah. know, a, tra- a trap beat. And, and hey, I mean, if you like trap music, that's your thing. Um, I've never been, and uh, I'm just not a fan of it, but shouts to y'all. It's to each his own. But definitely Tangible Dream, um, Odyssey. We mentioned Homeboy Sandman. He's got several projects the out roots. there. Uh, and The Roots, Legendary Roots Crew, uh, Black Dot, probably. Eminem. Eminem. I, I, 
Okay, okay. Eminem. Oh, the latest album. Okay. Yeah, he covered a lot. That was, he, that was, and he's also, what she's just said, he picked, he did those beats and did his style over it, but he actually had something to say. Yeah, exactly. Without repeating the same he's, word yeah. over and over again, or yeah, the same these, phrase. It was just, he, he, he took this style of music and beat them at their own game. Taught them how it does, which is what a true, what a true... MC, a true lyrical genius, would do. It was like, man, I never thought I'd listen to this style of music, but if someone like him is, is going to, you know, rhyme over it and say something good, then yeah, I might. So. Exactly. So that was, uh, what was what album was that? That was the, um, the Kamikaze. Yes. Kamikaze. With the, uh, with the throwback to the, um, the Beastie Boys album cover with the license to ill with the mm -hmm. airplane clash, uh, crashing. And that brings us, right now, it brings us to the end of this segment. And we're going to see y'all at the next segment. Yeah. So what you eating on? Catfish. I had that. Brisket. Love that. Pizza. Love that. You know we on. We eating good food. So what you rubbing on? And before you know it, we are back. Bruise Beats and Eats the Podcast. And we've reached, we've reached the pinnacle. It's the, uh, the you know, save the best for last. This is the Eats portion of the podcast where we um, kind of pick our guests' brain on what they like to dine on. What foods are the ones that, uh, th that they often go to? Um, what are they eating? Re what have they had recently? They're not eating right now besides these pretzel chips to uh, kind of clear the, pla the palate between the beers. But with that, Aisha, what's your go-to food? Go-to food. Um, protein muffins <laughs> that I make. It's kind of my way of cheating, but not really cheating. Or at least I tell myself it's not really cheating. So protein muffins on, on the business side but of if things. if you're talking like a cheat day... Yes, um, that's what people like, showed up here for. That's why people are listening, all so three of them. Cheese ravioli, ravioli with Alfredo sauce. Okay. That's yummy. And um, I like pasta. So if anything with, or seafood pasta, like lobster, ravioli. Yeah, okay. lobster, uh, pasta's probably my go-to cheat food. Really? I would like pizza, but it'd have to be a white pizza because I can't have the red sauce. Okay. So you're limited there. <laughs> um, I mean, I like burgers, but but it's pasta. I have to if it's... be in a mood. It's pasta. Pasta's like my yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to eat? Pasta. So cheese-filled pasta, preferably with some seafood of some sort, yeah, and, and an Alfredo sauce and cheese and cheese. Cheese is life. Okay, cheese is life. And, I'm and if sure. you want to talk about dessert, chocolate. well, that well, actually, yeah, now that chocolate, you meant that, dark chocolate. <laughs> Of course. Dark chocolate. Anything but dark chocolate? Anything dark chocolate and just chocolate in general. And don't go ruining chocolate by adding fruit to it. Like cherry, like chocolate covered cherries or just stop. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a serious offense, huh? It, it's just stop. Stop trying to make my chocolate healthy. That's what I think you're trying to do and it just stops. When you start sneaking in things yeah, just stop. that just don't fit. It doesn't need, it's not needed. Okay. See? See? See what happens when you mess with a woman's chocolate? That comes out. Yeah. And that, that dark happens. chocolate, not milk chocolate. I want it bitter, 
like me. Has it always been uh, dark chocolate? <laughs> um, it's been dark chocolate for a long time. I don't remember when I had regular chocolate. I mean, because typically kids, when they first kids start off, kids don't like dark chocolate. Yeah, though, that's they don't why. Know yeah, any better. yeah. I mean, yeah. And then it's gotten darker and darker, like some dark chocolate with like spicy peppers in it. Okay. I like making, having people, oh, you want to taste this? And they taste it and they don't realize it's going to burn their tongue. And that's not a fruit, so it's a pepper. So that's okay, that's pure, fine. Pure entertainment just to watch them suffer. Okay. There yeah. you go. Uh, <laughs> have you I, have many people fallen for this? They have. Really? My kids have. They don't know you well enough? Xavier should know me. Okay. I did that to him once. Shouts to you, gave Someone gave me a dark chocolate from, I think it was New Mexico, and it had peppers in there. I was like, can I have some chocolate? Yeah, sure. You want some of my chocolate? That'll teach you that. Try and take my chocolate from me. Burn your tongue. I guess the alternative could have been some X-Lax. Like, I, I think I would rather go with hot chocolate. You kind of spared them there. I might have put some X-Lax and some brownies when people were stealing food out of the fridge at work. I might have done that. And just left so them. that happens, that happens everywhere, apparently. Yeah. So, and somebody ate them. I'm sure someone suffered, and, and that's the point. And they probably thought that was the last special ingredient that they were gonna think to find inside those brownies was yep. X-Lax. Yep. That'll oh, teach you to steal my chicken wings. Oh, and chicken wings. Oh wait, wait, we're going back. Oh, we're going back. Oh. I think we jumped the gun with the we dessert did. portion. Yes, because I like chicken wings too, naked and drumsticks only. Drumsticks they have only. More meat on them. Part of the drumstick army. Um, less of a challenge to get to. I don't care. Yes, I'll pay an extra dollar or two dollars to have all drumsticks. Stop which, asking me. Which yes, the, that's which what I they're want. quick to charge you. That's for sure. You know, it's gonna be an upcharge. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> We've done this before, apparently. Yes. So a few times. And you said, and what sauce did you say? Oh, I didn't, but Where? I like hot sauce. Okay. Um, so you're talking about your typical, your your original hots or your. A little, I like it a little spicier, I think. Okay. Um, or I might even go with a medium hot sauce with some garlic mixed in it. Okay. Okay. That's good. Nice little so, concoction there uh, to kind of yeah. satisfy satisfies both the heat and then the, the, the taste yeah. of the garlic. But, you know, I like to torture my tongue every once in a while with some really do hot you, sauce. Do you, since we're we're not trying to do the healthy, you even mess with the celery or the carrot that comes with it? I actually eat the celery. Okay. I like celery. Yeah, there's a high water content in there, so it kind of I think it helps. I, I think with the cooling off process a little it bit. Doesn't chewing celery like burn more calories because it's hard to chew? Yes. I'm gonna I, tell myself that. And I'm gonna say yes because we still don't have a facts fact checking department here, so okay. there's no one gonna tell us that we're wrong. So, so maybe Google. I can Google it. Yeah, but I can't get Google on the payroll. Okay. Right, it's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. So. Chicken wings. We went pasta. Pasta is definitely the go-to. Chicken wings, yes. um, and then we just, we covered dark chocolate as a dessert. Um, I always like a good ham and cheese sandwich, but it's like I have to be in the mood for it. But if I'm gonna have a sandwich, yeah. But I like peanut butter and jelly. I don't know. It depends on my mood. Yeah, and that's something you'd go to where it's very little fuss. You just kind of assemble it real quick and it, it'll get you out it of a bind. It doesn't actually doesn't assemble quick because I like to warm it up. Oh, so there's steps to your ham and cheese. Okay. Yes, which is the most I cook. 
So. Ah, okay, okay. But yeah, <laughs> as long as you don't starve. That's... No, I'm not going to starve. There's restaurants everywhere. I'm, I'll never starve. <laughs> um, so you're not a big cook, huh? No. I, 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 I probably could, but why? Yeah, that is the question. Why? I don't want to. I'm just not coordinated enough. I, I yeah, because I start drinking. Yes. When I'm well, in you know the that the wine's supposed to go into the food. And into my belly. Wow. Okay. That would always uh. Yeah. That... yeah cooking, it's like I always forget a whole side, <laughs> or forget a whole ingredient, or start something too soon, or burn something. Then I'm breaking stuff and. Five minutes in, I'm like, I can't deal with it. You've gone off the tracks and derailed. It takes more than five minutes, I'm not, yeah, I'm good. You know what uh, would be interesting is uh, to time yourself making a ham and cheese sandwich. Uh, yeah. Less than five minutes, you think? I think it's probably just five minutes. Just five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Are you challenging me? Are you telling me it takes more than five minutes? Like, you can do this. You could you could cook for seven minutes. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You know what? For a ham and cheese sandwich, it could take seven minutes. Seven it's minutes. Be a good ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> There's a lot more that went into it. Yes, that it's just more love. That's it. Any particular ham? Any particular cheese? Um, forest head, black forest ham. Okay. White American. White American. Or uh, chipotle gouda. Ah, mm. brings us back to the spicy. Getting fancy with it. There you go. Yes, yes. yes. And, and I, the honey mustard, just a little bit. Um. Okay. Honey mustard, and if I'm going out because I haven't had them here, uh, some sweet peppers. Ah, so if you're at a place that makes sandwiches, you definitely oh, tell them throw on the sweet peppers. Sweet peppers, some sweet peppers on the side. Oh, sweet peppers <laughs> everywhere. So load you down. I just start picking them up with my hands, even just. Yeah. By themselves. Yeah. Before or after you eat the sandwich? During. During. And then after. If it's drip, if it's dropping off, I might eat the stuff on the ends. Yes. Before I take a bite of the sandwich. Nothing goes to waste. Yes. Nothing goes to waste. Las Patas does good. Yes. 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 I co-signed that. They, they uh, stuff their sandwiches with a lot of meat. Sweet peppers. Sweet peppers. They're not shy with oh, the sweet peppers. No, they're not. Shout out to Las Patas. Yes. Definitely. Amazing. They throw the meat. Yeah, it flies. <laughs> yes, that that meat. Yeah, that meat takes flight. It does. If, if you go to a sandwich place and you ask them to make a sandwich and your meat doesn't fly, it's not. It's not good. It's not. You might. Good. Yeah, man. You might want to second guess where you're eating at. Yeah. Telling you. Definitely check out the spots. You got two people that are telling you that that's the way it should. There's be always done. a line, sometimes to the door, so that tells you how good it is. So. Yeah, another another sign. I mean. Another sign that you're you're at the place you should be at. Yeah, and they're not cheap about the amount of food that they put on your sandwich the amount of uh whatever you have ham turkey whatever protein they're, they're, yeah they're, uh, they're, veggies they're not holding back exactly that's what i'm talking about and their cookies cookies not anything cookies. dark chocolate in the cookie or of course okay it's gotta be a brownie cookie or a cookie with chunk chocolate chunks and chocolate chips in it i mean loaded down what else would i get oatmeal raisin hey hey like some people hey Listen. I want breakfast in my cookie. No. <laughs> the hell is the point of I'd that? like to speak on behalf of my oatmeal raisin cookie nation and say that there's nothing wrong with a good, nice, warm oatmeal raisin cookie Unless at any time of the day. In your cookie. At any time of the day. I'll be your champion. Yeah. Those who eat oatmeal raisin cookies. 
few and far. <laughs> but we're we're consistent with our oatmeal raisin cookies. We're a strong, small number of people. That's all it takes. Yes. That's all it takes. Oatmeal is fun. Not. <laughs> I think there's shots being fired in my direction. <laughs> so with that, I think I'm gonna run for cover. We did. Uh, we talked pasta. We talked chicken wings. We talked desserts. She mentioned something also about protein muffins or whatnot. They're good. But, I mean, it's good to have, you make them. And then you can bring them with you to work. It's easy. You're still having something sweet. I guess if you're looking for portability. I'm trying to be healthy. I can't eat muffins. I can't eat chocolate cupcakes for breakfast. So protein muffin will have to be. You got that? Protein muffins, portable, light, easy to make, right? Yeah. I imagine they're easy to I make. I mean, I'm making them. They're so making they're them, so they gotta be easy to make. You mix them together. You put them in a muffin pan and you walk away for 15 minutes. Best thing ever. For those that are uh, starting out to cook now, just don't forget to set the timer. Okay. Because. Okay. We have to bring that up. <laughs> and with that, that's the Bruised Beats and Eats, Eats portion, the podcast. We talked food. We Georgia. drank beer. And we <laughs> talked music. <laughs> I think we got everything we were supposed to do. And uh, that's where we're at. Even some shots fired in my direction. <laughs> All in self-defense. This is Old Head Ed. That's Aisha. Bruise Beats and Eats the podcast. There it is. Bruise Beats and Eats the podcast. I'd like to thank my guest, Aisha, for taking the time out, sitting down with me and talking it up. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in to yet another episode. Shouts to Solar System Studios. Make sure you follow me on IG at Bruise Beats, the letter N, Eats. If you enjoy what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Shouts to Anchor. The best way to listen to the podcast is on the Anchor app. You get the bonus content, which consists of the audio clip within the beat segment. Make sure you favorite, subscribe, comment, and rate. Once again... Old Head Ed is who I am, signing out. Peace. Oh yeah, duh, interview with the vampire. <laughs>